Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago... There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes, and then go on over to our website. It's hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. Follow us on Instagram, Hanging With Apes. Everything Hanging With Apes. And we're now on Spotify. We have a interesting episode for you today. In today's episode, we're going to discuss the feminist slash me too movement they're different but similar in a lot of ways uh so some stories revolving around those two things and um i don't know it looks like maybe me too is getting a little bit of uh uh fallback a little bit of backlash if you will yep and then we're gonna discuss uh video on youtube about rap from 1791 l and it's titled why ben shapiro is wrong about rap and not just ben shapiro but a lot of conservatives and how we feel about this particular video so kicking it off what do you think about rap how do you feel about rap it's an art form that i would have to Biasly, I guess, say that it's the best in many ways. Obviously, growing up where we grew up, it spoke to us and and helped us get get through the day. And also, you know, w- w- we were able to to relate to it in many ways because of where we came from. But now, you know, now that I'm an adult, looking back at it, and then looking how far rap music and hip hop have come even even in today's day and age and, and in today's day and age you do get a lot of garbage with it too but how rap and hip hop have molded you know like they could it's so versatile and really if you're comparing it with different music genres i haven't quite seen anything like hip hop you know you could you could have rock or 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 country or or pop or you know so many different genres but but you do with those genres you kind of you kind of boxed in a little bit mm-hmm. i feel hip-hop can transcend that and has transcended that in many ways like it or not what do you think of it from a political standpoint though like you you said biasly you said personally but what do you think of it in terms of how it affects society and affects the youth and the things and themes that it represents. I think, okay, so hip-hop does get a lot of flack for that, for, for, for the, the, the material and, and how raw and unfiltered it is. But I feel that that's just a reality that you have to, you know, understand, like that this happens. And 
I also think that it's in the same way, since it is an art form, you know, in, in the same way compared to but, a, a violent movie. But like or, if somebody says, okay, this happens, so does pedophilia. Do you advocate songs about that? You know what I'm saying? Like even like, like yeah, yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. Like just because something happens, yeah. Do you think that it should be promoted or glorified? I, I, I don't know that it's glorified. I think it's just a story. Like for example, you mentioned pedophilia. It's like that one movie, Hard. I think it was Hard Candy, with that girl. They made a movie about this girl, and and it I've was had, seen it. it was a theme. I, I've never seen it, but I know that was like the theme of it. Someone made a movie about pedophilia. That's a truth. That's something that happens. Obviously, it's an uncomfortable truth. Probably a movie that didn't sell as much, obviously. Or we have movies like Shame, which is about sexual addiction. Or we have, you know, all these gangster movies that, that really end up with, with the guy dead at the end, you know, or, 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 you know, in jail. Those are truths, you know. And, and as as artists, when when, obviously, I'm not saying that, as a rapper, oh, well, now I'm going to make songs about pedophilia. That's a whole different story. But I guess what I am saying is this is something that that they've seen, that, that, that they've lived, and that they look back upon. And, and, and if you look at, like, the growth of that artist, and I'll give you an example, Jay-Z. You go from, like, the first albums, Reasonable Doubt, to, like, the Carter series to the blueprint to the black album and all the way to now 444 is just like a natural progression of a person who who's grown and probably sometimes I listen to certain songs now and might cringe a little because I all you know I have a daughter now and you know it's that's just the natural currents of life so I feel that it is unfairly portrayed as like glorifying it now there are some people that do glorify it. I'm, I mean, but there's also a lot of people that make really bad movies, you know, or really bad, you know, uh, art. Mm-hmm. That doesn't. I, I don't think that you can really blame. You can't blame someone f- for the material if 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 as a parent you're not doing your job as a parent. You know, like I grew up listening to Fifty Cent, Jay Z, Nas, Eminem. There was a lot of themes that probably as a child I would say, you know, maybe not the best not the best material or Chronic 2001 in grammar school. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, but ultimately I think my parents did a good job of, of you know, they knew some of the stuff I was listening to as I was growing up. They also knew to still do their job and let me, you know, differentiate stuff and and explain to me certain stuff you know like i think that's that's like blaming uh there's this video i saw on on world star which was this mom complaining to the makers of uh what's that game not not um PUBG, the other one the 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 kid friendly one fortnite and she's saying oh fortnite needs to you know get in trouble because like it has my kid buying all this stuff well, Fortnite is making a game. You as a parent have a responsibility to to limit this child from playing this game. That's why these things, that's why like the, the CDs have parental advisory, just like the games have, you know, 
the 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 rating system so and 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 then also that's why you as the head of the household as a parent you have to set those limits like listen you could play the game but but do that so i do think i do think that it is a bit unfair to just put it solely on the material especially especially when when there's so many different elements you know that that go behind a, a person a person doing something it also reminds me of the Marilyn Manson like where they just like uh the um, which which the, the, like the the first the first big i guess major school shooting which was the Columbine murders um right away let's blame it on Marilyn Manson why because he looks like this fucking demonic ass dude and you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. and he makes his rock music and it's this industrial rock that we don't really mess with and it's real controversial that i think it's the easy way out instead of looking into what led to that you know you see you see even now like and again there's a lot of garbage out there right now with hip-hop music and all that but i mean they have a big white fan base too and I mean, I mean, they're not going out and selling drugs or 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 shooting people or anything like that. Do they dabble in drugs? Yeah, but that's a, as a as an individual, you have that power. I think you know, and yeah. you should know. But but also, I think some people would argue that the quote unquote white fans of rap. Are listening to it from a way more lighthearted distance approach versus well, yeah, right. maybe some of saying. the kids of color are in those same environments and to them it's some would argue it's encouraging them to act and behave a certain way like for instance you know the white fan of rap that that isn't in that environment is possibly looking at it or listening to it rather and their degree of separation from it is that of us from like uh avengers movie it's like you like it you watch it you you enjoy it but you're so far removed from it that it's not really having any grand effect on your life other than you're being entertained Whereas with a lot of the kids of color, some people argue, well, they're like right there, front and center, front row seats to everything that's sort of being illustrated. Yeah. It's a little bit different. You do make a very valid point. And with that being said, it's like part of, I, f- I feel there's two levels to this. So one of it obviously is like, what type of hip hop you might be listening to because there's a lot of stuff and I, and I, and and I don't know what to point it at like is it the level of audience or cuz obviously as a listener you have control you have the the I guess the dollars to be able to back up whatever right so obviously I can't sit here and condone like low pumps music I can't I, there's nothing I can I, there's nothing to defend and then with that, I do I do see your perspective because it's like, well, they're listening to it and it's like it's like garbage. But then at the same time, it's like, 
That's the listener choosing that. Because then for every little pump, there's a Kanye West. Or there's a... Or, or in the same realm, but like way ahead and smarter is like, let's say, a, a Pusha T. Mm-hmm. Or, or a Jay-Z or an Eminem or a Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole. So at that point, I think it's just... The responsibility lies in the listener... Because I mean, I feel, I feel compelled to say like, you know, I, I love hip hop and, and and do all this, but then it's like, what hip hop am I listening to though? And you you do make a good point because there is a different level. Yeah, you know, you got the, I don't, I'm not big on on Migos or or Lil Pump, really all the new artists. That's not, but then they're kind of like in the realm of the drug culture type, like exactly pill popping. So, and and then f- from that level, I really there really is no defense because there's not even any, there's no complexity in it. It's just kind of people blurting stuff out, you yeah. know. Like, what what could you say about? <laughs> well, how could you defend like a guy like Smoke Perp or a Lil Vert? Like, how can you? I you can't. Whereas, like, you, we could we have talked about some of Kendrick's music or J. Cole's music agree on certain things, disagree but we're able to dissect it right, because it's com- you know it's complex right. so, so, so in that way it's like I'd kind of liken it to the people who go out to the movies, are you going to accept all these horrible DC movies that are coming out, are you going to go buy tickets for that and at that point you really can't you really can't control it and then the people that would even com- like complain about, oh well, we're the ones that that get affected. Well, you're the ones that buy the album. So, if if you're really going to complain about if you're affected by it, well then choose a better artist. But but are they though? Because you have people, you have rappers like Migos and and the Lil Pumps and all these from from that particular sect of of rap. And, you know, while kids of color are probably listening to their music a lot, the ones that are more so putting money in their pocket is the white kids. And I think that's where, like, if you look at things economically, it is a little bit weird because you have... Then obviously this is generally speaking, but generalizing, you have the white kids or the or the kids that come from from a a a, ba- a better off background that are able to like pay to go to the concerts and all of that. Because if you go to a concert, you see mostly white people. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. I mean, have you seen Lil Pumps? Like, audience well even, even high school white kids even even like when we recently went to the Pusha T concert it was a mixed crowd but it was mostly white yeah and so that's my point is you have these people that are you know eight times out of ten not in the realm of Pusha T's lyrics not in the world that Pusha T is describing yeah but they're fueling the music for him to keep saying the things that might be having an effect on the people 
that can't fuel the music. Like so, you you know what I'm saying. So it's yeah. like mm-hmm. the people that are fueling the music, they're not affected. They're not really affected by the thing, the things, and the themes that he's talking about. Yeah. But because they're fueling it, he's able to keep saying certain things and keep doing certain things. And then, because he keeps saying or doing certain things, there's people that are listening to it that might be more affected by it than the people that are are fueling it, so to speak. But but see, at at that point, I think again, I go back to the individual because it's like us growing up where we grew up, we can't. I can't rely on 50 cent, you know, like during the time or G unit, like I got to make my decision. You got to be realistic about your predicament, right? About your situation. Now, of course, if there were people that, 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 that were worse off and see that, that sometimes could be harder because like, let's say your parents aren't there. You're kind of fostered. This is all you have is this music. I see that. Yes. But, I mean, there's a slew of people from where we grew up who had the resources. I mean, obviously, not, and, and by resources, I mean, like, at least you had a way out who chose as an individual to make the wrong choices. And and it reminds me even, like, when you had said, because, and I think we have spoke about this, and this was a while back, probably one of our first episodes, when you had asked your dad when, when you were a child, like, oh, why are, like, obviously ignorantly because you're a child. So when children always see things, like, just at face value, mm-hmm. and you had asked, um, oh, why are white people uh, better than us? And then your dad kind of looked at you like, no, they're, they're not. And then, and then you told me that he had explained that it's, you know, that so- sometimes they might have certain resources at their disposal that 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 we might not have, but that doesn't make them any smarter or any or or, or any better. And then we kind of broke down and, and started speaking about like how we we really don't have or we really didn't have the luxury of like going to jail like us where we come from because we don't have like we're not like we don't have a trust fund we're not trust fund babies or anything like that we don't have you can't you know, have a bad night where you, you, you're fucked up and yeah, you only have so many higher drunk you can make. Yeah. And I think as individuals, we just have to be very aware of that. And then it reminds me of the same, the same realm that, that, that people start talking about white privilege, which is again, what is white privilege? What are we talking about here? We're talking about the resources and 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 how we can get to that so if if we're smart enough as a as a community to know that oh some people are more privileged than others then then we got to be smart enough to know well why right or or at least we should be smart enough to ask why why don't i have what this person has and how do i get it mm-hmm. right and then and then you start seeing oh okay so so you start playing the game in in, in the way that 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 obviously suits you and your future and and your children's future and all of that and i think that 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 goes more so against i would i would pin that more on 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 cultures on people's cultures and and their upbringings because 
we have to set that as a precedent. Like, what what is it that 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 we should do? And I'll give you an example. I haven't really. I mean, obviously in Chicago we have Chinatown, right? Mm-hmm. But I haven't really grown up with a lot of Chinese. You know, I haven't really had any Chinese friends. But it was so funny because, like, one of my it was my second job. It was at Best Buy, and uh, and the common theme. And I always thought that that was like a weird stereotype. I never understood it until I actually experienced it. I was talking to like these the the Chinese kids that that you know we would work because I I worked at the South Loop one, which is mm-hmm. right next to the South Loop Best Buy, which is right next to Chinatown. So there was a lot of Asian kids that that worked there, like Asian college kids. And their parents are so adamant about like you being a straight A student, not even like a fucking, like if you're a B student, you're like a disgrace. Like, mm-hmm. but I never, you know, I, I didn't know that that was like a thing I heard, but you know, one thing is hearing. Another thing is actually seeing with your own eyes. And that's just something that's ingrained in their, their culture. Like this is the level that we're in. And if you, if you're going to scrape by and to them scraping by as a B, well then you're a fucking failure. Like mm-hmm. that's what you are. And I feel like, obviously, me growing up in a Latino and a black community, that that's not even existent. Like, oh, did you pass? You got to see. All right, real decent. Like, let's just move forward. And I think that as a community, we should do better. And and not and I wouldn't put the blame on 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 music. I would put it more so on the culture that you're that you're being brought up in. But I, I think that's what you were saying right now is what conservatives like Ben Shapiro are saying is that as a culture is this music is this art form something that stifles the growth of that culture because yeah because of the the themes and stuff like that that's that's the that's the point of it is yeah. like you know, especially when, when, like I said, it's in in a lot of ways glorified and and stuff like that. I think that's their, that's the the conservative mindset. But you know what they're doing? They're doing the exact thing that the white fan that does like hip hop. They're they're looking at it on a surface level, and that's why I think that they're wrong. At I I think like. I think that, and, and then like the video that you brought up the, by, by uh, 71, uh, seven, 1971L, um, where he's talking about like where Ben Shapiro tries to break it down. And then it's like he just doesn't understand or, or reads too into it. Mm-hmm. And then he, he posed like Cardi B as an example. He's like, oh, see, like she has like Muslim attire and she's like in the desert. So they're trying to say like, they're not trying to do all that. <laughs> like you're choosing the wrong artist, first of all, to to try and read into, mm-hmm. and then and then certain lyrics. It's like that's the. I think that's the another another beautiful thing about really just music in general, like language, like the way you speak. It speaks to certain people, yeah. and then in, in that same video, he also talks about this. I think it was a Drake and Future song, the "Where Your Ass Was At." Yeah, and he's like, he's so he's so focused on the grammatical aspect where he's not really really looking at what what's what they're trying to say which right. is like were you there 
when I was putting in that work and 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 like you weren't were you so that, that that's the whole point that's the the subject matter that they're trying to explore in my opinion not the best way to do it that song in particular but but it's like Ben Shapiro is looking at it so surface level where he's so focused on on one thing when when like the themes and again a lot of those themes it's like that's that's how people talk like certain people coming up I mean I could tell you I could attest for that you could attest for that so sometimes it's packaged in a way where it sells to 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 that person it's like if if you're like a a lovebird you're gonna listen to you know romantic music it's gonna have a certain a certain lingo and a certain style Mm -hmm. right and I think that you can't be so critical so surface level when when it is part of the culture so somehow some way it has to it has to kind of toe that line that's what was so beautiful about like i want to say it was ti versus tip uh ti's song is called the dope man yeah and like i i felt like the way obviously he goes about it is like real you know again that the hip-hop type lingo but he in in reality what he's trying to tell you is like don't be that yeah. And he's saying because I did that. But I don't think that you could say that like let's say like in in a form of a pop song or or like real proper and it kind of go over well to, with the audience that listens to that. You see what I'm saying? Right. And I think that that when when Ben Shapiro has broken uh hip hop down, that's I think that's the biggest mistake is like you need to understand the culture that it's coming from and then also what the message is. On certain times, yes, you might have a point. I don't think, again, the prime example, and it's just because it's beyond stupid, is like Lil Pump's music. I don't think that that, that should even be, I don't know how he's selling, you know, and, and I, that, that shouldn't be. But then on the other, you have Jay-Z on 444 talking about don't spend money on, on you know, strippers, build credit type stuff. So I think it's just within the the individuals. You can't really blame all of hip hop for for one really bad artist or a second bad artist or a third bad artist when there's a slew of them. Yeah. Just like you look at country, there's like those cliche country motherfuckers that just like they'll just talk about that basic cliche country stuff, and then there's certain country artists that they'll transcend that with a song or two or three, you know, and you're like, wow, this is this is a better artist than this one. And I think that that's the same rings true with hip-hop. And then, moreover, you look at the pop artists, they're not really bringing anything new to the table, really. Like, if, if, you, if you compare then, like, pop, like, and what's on the radio, they're not selling you anything better than that. Like... And, and and pop music is not as big to black and brown people as, as hip-hop music, but it's the same, like, basic stuff. Like, besides... Yeah, basic, but I don't think... I don't think... I think the issue with rap is the, the violence, like, the violence aspect and, like, the, the, leg, the level of... of negative themes is a lot more than like pop yeah why well, like it basic maybe but the negative themes are not as as prevalent you know what i'm saying like but even then like like bruno mars 
is saying some like gay ass shit about like being like catching a grenade for some bitch like he's yeah, yeah like like that's stupid you know like yeah, just yeah. like the mind like not i'm not because obviously he's not talking about catching a literal grenade for for anybody but pretty much saying like his the 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 message in that song and i think is a dangerous message is like oh i'll do anything for you because i love you so much that i'm so logically blinded to like your beauty and who you are and just the fact that you're with me that I'll do anything. Yeah. That's stupid. Like that's a very stupid thing. Yeah. It doesn't get it like nobody talks about it like they don't criticize that the yeah. way it should be criticized like they do rap, but the thing with rap is that what rap has other, other than these other these other genres of music is is the violence aspect. Like that's, that's a, true. that's an aspect that I don't think I think that's where like you you find a lot of the the criticism of it but but zoning in on cuz a lot of it is gangster rap but like Kanye doesn't really fit that mold or a J Cole doesn't fit that mold or right but then but then Kendrick. but then with the Kanye's you have the 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 for them it's the suggestive themes about like women and the the objectification obviously that's even that part is not as bad as yeah. the violent themes but you know yeah it's still yeah. there yeah but again i think ultimately people have like and, and they do like it's like you look at all the movies that we watch all the horror movies or violent movies or like shoot them up people aren't quick to go you know running up and shooting people you know I, I think we don't give credit to to like the or, or, or we don't try and give credit to the person's state of mind when they're listening to this stuff as if we're just gonna go nuts like me growing up listening to 50 and we listen to 50 a lot like none of it none of it well actually do you think it was more so us deciphering the music and and taking in what was good and leaving out the bad, or do you think that that's just most people? And and what I mean again, I Fifty Cent is kind of an easy target because like the music was so, like, straightforward. Like, in my hood, you know what I'm saying? Like, did you think we were distinct in, in that sense when we listened to it? We kind of took the good from it, or do you think most people are like that? I no, I I don't know if most people are like that. I think that's how it was for us. Um, I I think like any art forms, most of it is bad. Like if you and if you really think about it, like if you think about all the movies that come out every year, most of them suck. We probably you, never even heard of them, right? If no. you think of most music, most of it sucks. If you think of most art, most of it sucks. Like that's and and what what so with everything like it's 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 what we pay attention to is 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 the exceptional ones, the exceptional examples. And then out of that, you you know you take what you're gonna get, and and that's the thing that's the thing that where where my where my uh, 
response to like what many conservatives say about rap and how they feel about rap is I okay but yes there is a lot of rap that is garbage and there is a lot of rap that has have horrible themes without any message behind it like Chief Keef like Chief Keef like the stuff that he said authentic though it may be yeah I would agree that it's a horrible theme like it's a no, horrible no. thing like they're talking about horrible shit but Chief Keef sucks like <laughs> like like so why like you're using you're using this you're using this as 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 the standing example of it but but that's not that you're why don't you take why don't you take and pull from the from the exceptional like for instance like with basketball yeah. with with basketball i don't know who the player in the league right now is like would be like statistically the worst player yeah but if if that person was playing and you use that person as an example of why basketball is is a weak ass sport well yeah. of course but then if you if you look at if you look at lebron and and kevin durant and steph curry the exceptional yeah you're going to feel differently about it well, so but see this is i think where it's kind of bad because Migos sells a lot or, or like Lil Pump they sell a lot so that kind of that kind of makes your argument to them they'll be like oh well why do they sell a lot Th that's what they're going to point to they're going to look at it and be like oh they sell a lot this is where people that listen to hip hop or, or but, rap but I'm not but, but the thing is I'm not critiquing an audience here I'm critiquing critics of it you know what i'm saying like no. this is not about this is this isn't that's a separate argument Th their argument is that is that rap is crap that's essentially like what ben shapiro like had said in in different articles and what the 1791 l video was was dissecting his his uh assessment that rap is crap and what i'm saying is if you're looking at everything, then okay, yeah, it's crap. But then movies are crap, art is crap. Because if you're taking everything yeah. and you're throwing it in one big box, then yeah, of course it's crap. Most of it will be crap. Yeah. But but we don't do that. We don't do that when we're talking about stuff. We look at we look at the we look at the exceptional, and that's I where the standard comes from. Because most people can't play basketball yeah, but yeah. the nba players can but yeah. the nba players is not even one percent of the population of the yeah. united states well yeah you yeah. know what i'm saying so but but again you're judging you're judging the you're judging the exceptional and so that's my that's my point with this is that is that like you're you're taking you're taking all of these all of these artists who a lot of them suck like like for pop music most pop artists suck Every mm. once in a while you'll get well, I don't know if you'll ever get another Michael Jackson, but every once in a while you get a Justin Timberlake. You'll get you'll get a good pop artist yeah. every once in a while. They'll have their run. But but how few and far between is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, in terms of talking about the exceptional artists and then criticizing them, yeah. that's where 
dissecting and analyzing and deciphering comes in and that's where as an audience you take what you're what what you're going to get out of it and that's where like what applied to 50 cent and like us growing up is when we were little or younger that's he's an exceptional artist yes and we we were able to take all the good that applied to us and then and like either utilize it or 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 analyze it or or you know observe it and you know and then we enjoy the music and then also like in a sense learn from it and we're stimulated by it but that's that's part of the audience job you know what i'm saying like for instance like i've seen like a lot of post modernistic art and like that shit to me is just weird. I don't understand it. Like, why does it exist? Yeah. It's a fucking slap on a wall. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's art. But in the times that I've seen postmodernistic art, and I've I've been made aware that w- the piece of art that I'm looking at is done by one of the artists that's like in the upper echelon of postmodernistic art, one of the exceptional ones. Yeah. I would take the time to get something from it, even yeah. though this is not particularly my thing. Yeah, I'd be like, I would look at it and be like, oh, you know what? That tonality of colors might be cool for like some album artwork. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's my point. Is that is that it's if I, you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna generalize and look at everything and look at all the garbage, like well, you're like purposely doing that. You wanna you wanna look at all the garbage. But then when you're in the realm of exceptional or what or what people of that field consider to be exceptional, then I would take some time and 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 like analyze it. Like for instance, there's like a lot of like old music that people hail as like as like great. Like, oh, this band this band is so fucking great like like oh like yeah. for, like for instance like people were like with pink floyd oh my god pink floyd is whatever I, yeah. i'm like that shit is really whatever to me yeah. but when i'm listening if i'm listening and somebody is telling me that this is like an exceptional artist of this particular genre yeah. then i would give it it's 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 uh it's time of day it's due and and i would listen and see what i'm going to get out of it and not just point out the negative that's yeah, my yeah. point and I and I think that with conservatives that's the only art form that they they don't do that with like they just they yeah. want to totally just not not try to like peel back and analyze the exceptional they just want to generalize it like though you know from front to back and where they're wrong is they can't differentiate because like for example Pusha T would be an easy target for them but that's because they're not breaking down what Pusha T is saying. They're not exactly. seeing the different levels of of thought that he's putting into the music. Exactly. And they'll probably throw him in the realm of, oh, it's just another Migos. Exactly. And that's what you're saying. Exactly. And yeah, and yeah, you're right. And I think that, that in general that goes with, with uh, how and, you critically look at something. Right, and and that's the point is, is how you critically look at something. Because, yeah. for instance... Like the the guy from uh, the Needle Drop uh, YouTube channel, Anthony Fontano. Yeah. There's a lot of times that he'll like talk about an album or an artist that I am like totally repulsed by, (laughs) 
but because he is considered a a a like I guess a professional, if you will, or yeah, at the top of his game in in critiquing music, and he doesn't just critique rap, he doesn't just critique pop music, he critiques all genres of music. I'll hear what he's saying in a positive light about an artist that, like I said, I find <laughs> particularly repulsive. Yeah. And even then, I'll be, I'll take what he's saying and I'll, and yeah. I'll, and I'll, I'll analyze it a little bit and be like, oh, you know what? Like, I, I didn't look at it like that. Now, I don't, doesn't mean that I f- now fuck with the music, fuck with the artist or yeah. anything like that. But I'm taking his expertise. Yeah. I'm taking that expertise and and then and then applying it and if you know you don't know a particular genre of music then whenever somebody is trying to break it down to you and give you and lend their expertise or you know analyze it for you yeah. it's worth listening and I feel like a lot of guys like Ben Shapiro and a lot of conservatives aren't willing to do that yeah, and you know, it kind of reminds me, and I this is old already, this is old news, even though it was in the beginning of the summer, the the way we kind of broke down the Drake versus Pusha T, where we automatically understood that Drake was going to remain successful after this, whereas some people were like, they held that as a, as kind of like a loss for Pusha T because he wasn't able to, whereas we understood where both artists are from their yeah. fan bases and that's because we're connoisseurs of rap music so we know in what realm we're judging this we're judging it critically and and how this has nothing to do with album sales right this is this has everything to do with skill and and and, and how people approached their diss songs and and how it all ended up and then also even i guess the way it was handled individually you know like and, how do you handle a rap beef you and know? that argument i think is more so more so more so tailored towards the audience of rap because like earlier you mentioned well what you know you, you <coughs> the example of oh you know lil pump has a lot of fans migos has a lot of fans i think an argument like that is left to the experts of the genre. Like, for instance, yeah. let's take a genre that neither of us are, like, are, like, you know, like, really, like, into, like, country. I acknowledge that there are good country artists. I acknowledge that there are good country records. I I have some good country records on my phone. But overwhelmingly, like, I don't know when the next great country album yeah. is going to drop like if a motherfucker drops an album right now i don't know if it's good or bad like i, yeah. I admittedly so mm-hmm. so this is this is what i'm saying is if somebody if 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 uh if a country artist were to were to drop an album and like you know i listen to it and then somebody that you know would be considered an expert of of analyzing country music or so, or a connoisseur of it in analyzing country music is saying oh well this is this is like the drake of country music yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying 
And then this guy, this other guy that dropped is like the Pusha T of country music. This guy is way more, the Drake of country music is way more commercially successful, way more bigger and all of that. And then this guy is is not as successful, but he makes better records. He's he's a, a, a more authentic artist, all of that. I as as an as a as a listener would let those people dissect that situation. Yeah. yeah. Like like because I don't I don't know. It's like, well, this is how this sounds to me, and this is how this sounds to me. And if I'm looking at it from like a totally like just lighthearted, I don't care perspective, and I kinda like the Drake guy more yeah. because it just sounds nicer to me. Yeah. And I'm not understanding like the depth and the level of, of this guy. Yeah. It's what it's whatever. It's like okay, but 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 for those people, there's more of a meaning behind it because this they're connoisseurs of this particular genre of music. Yeah, yeah. And so, I think for us that particular beef with with the the Drake and Pusha T, it was so much more meaningful because we were able to do that is like say that like that it's kind of sad to see that even though Drake, uh, even though Pusha T is a way better, way more real artist. And I would, as a connoisseur of rap say that Drake is pro subpar. Like, I don't think Drake, Drake is exceptional. Like, I don't think no. he, I would not put him in the realm of the exceptional artist, me personally. Yeah. And this is as a connoisseur of rap, but that's my point is that those arguments should be left to the experts and the connoisseurs of the genre yes not not done by the people that are not the ben shapiro's who don't even listen to the genre you know what i'm saying yeah yeah and you just have to you have to be aware and i think even the, like like you said the audience it's who the audience is because and i guess this is the the bad part of it which you kind of asked and we touched upon which was how much is it to blame what people buy on uh, and the effects of it, right? Because, like, for example, I don't listen to, I don't listen, let me see someone that's, I'm not big on Drake. I'm not really big on Drake, but Drake is so big and so massively, just a massive commercial success that you can't help but to come across his music, right? Right? And then, obviously, because I'm not into it and because I have my individual taste, that's not going to do anything for me. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give it a try here and there. And if I, it always ends up that I, I'm not that impressed. That's just me. But because people always have that flock mentality where it's like, oh, wow, shit, like, I got to be bumping this. Kiki, do you love me? Like, Yeah, that, is, well, that's definitely part of it, too. You, you know, like, oh, man, this is this is what's hot. This is what's going to get me to the chicks. This is what's going to... We're driving around. We got to bump this. So would you blame that on, on the audience that's buying the music or just people for falling into the, the trend? You well, see what I'm saying? Well, both, because it kind of goes back to your, your example of of uh, DC movies and how like awful they are. Yeah. I mean, they're still the, selling. The Man of Steel, The Man of Steel, like not awful movie, but just bad movie. Just yeah. not good. Not good movie. Okay. 
whatever. Maybe next time they fix the issues, maybe not. Batman versus Superman. Awful piece of trash. Garbage. Garbage movie. And they ruined Lex Luthor. Awful, awful movie. So now, as an audience, as an audience, you, for 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 those of us that seek quality, yeah. we're put in the same position as rap listeners now where it's like you have you have all these people buying Migos and fucking with Lil Pump and fucking with Drake. You're making it harder for those that are of us that seek quality to get it because yeah. there's more of an incentive now for the trash to keep being made. And at the same as a result, going back to the movies, like I've talked to people who like call themselves comic book fans. I've talked to people at work that and they like Batman versus Superman. They like Justice League. And it's people like you. You're the reason why now Aquaman is getting made. That looks fucking awful. You know, you're I'm fucking ki- disgusted. You're you're killing us. Yeah. You're killing us. Yeah. When when you support quality, more quality gets made. When you support X, when you support X Men First Class, you get X Men Days of Future Past. When you support Batman Begins, you get The Dark Knight. Yeah. When you support Batman versus Superman, you get fucking Justice League, and and it's awful. And that's my point. That's my point. But but those arguments, those debates are left to the people that are into that. Like a motherfucker, like like a casual okay, for instance, like let just take somebody that that like like well I, this happens with me and my mom all the time. My mom yeah. will see a movie, right? And yes. she didn't know that I seen it. Like Justice League, for example. And she didn't like Justice League, but this is just an example. Yeah. And she'll be like, oh, you know, I saw the new Justice League. It was good. And I'll be like, it was good. Like, what's wrong with this, this, and that? And then what's crazy, what's so interesting about this is her as like a casual fan, as a casual fan, thought that it was good because you're not putting as much thought. It's just a fun movie. Into it. But what's, what's interesting about it is that when she hears me speak from a perspective of like a more knowledgeable perspective yeah. of it than, than she is like a, a more knowledgeable standpoint, just with the, like me knowing the history of the comics and the characters and things that they could have do did. Yeah. Then she'll kind of reanalyze her assessment of the movie and then be like, Oh yeah, you know what? It could have been better. Yeah, yeah. Because, because why? Because you're taking time to listen to to an expert or a connoisseur of somebody who knows more about it than you do, yeah. and that's the, that's my argument with conservatives is why don't you do that? Yeah, like and and, and really like uh, Ben Shapiro is overall just bad with just movies and music. Yeah, it's just yeah, terrible. He's, he's not a very. He said good the critic. Departed was a terrible movie. He said that. Yes, he said that. What's wrong with him? I didn't know he said that. That's crazy. Yes. That's insane. Yes, because he was going by every year what movie won. And like he said, uh, he, he, let's just. In, are you sure? In that, his that's, opinion. That is insane. In his opinion. To say that The Departed is terrible. The King's Speech is a better movie than The Departed. Oh, that's that's insane. And that's. And, and that's, obje- you, that's just objectively looking at the situation. Yeah. Like. And see, that's when I knew not to look at him 
or look for him when it comes to music or movies because he's bad with music too. And like, because that's objectively, because yeah, because there's times where there's a movie that I might like better than another movie, but I can I'll be like this movie over here is a more quality movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not my particular taste. Like for instance, the King's Speech. I know is better than Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey ten times over. I would watch the King Speech, but if you ask me objectively from a uh, a technical art form or art making standpoint, yes, the King Speech is better. It's better acting. It's yeah. better written. The cinematography. There's a lot more thought and complexity into the into the work yeah. versus Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. But I just don't. I don't particularly care for that movie. Yeah. But you should be able to do that as a critic. You know what I'm saying? Like, understand the difference between what is objectively good yeah. and what you subjectively like. So, that that's what I would say about that. All right. Moving on to the next subject. Uh, Me Too, Feminism, Backlash what's going on it's crazy we're gonna start small and then we're gonna build up because there's three different things that i think are worth talking about when it comes to feminism and me too in uh in recent days so the first one is gonna be i'm gonna say this quote and you're gonna tell me what you think of this quote and i'm gonna tell you what this feminist thinks of this quote, and I'm going to tell you what Twitter thinks of this quote. Okay. Sounds like a fun game. Yeah. So this quote is, the more you act like a lady, the more he'll act like a gentleman. Just real quick, nothing in depth. What do you think of that quote? What are, you, what are your thoughts? I think it makes a lot of sense. All right. Well said. Makes a lot of sense. Well, this is what I Beckman thinks on Twitter. This is the wall at Gregory Lincoln Middle School in Houston. That quote is is posted on the wall in that school. It's perpetuating horrible gender stereotypes, shaming women, and relinquishing boys of all responsibility. It's sexist, misogynistic, and discriminatory. I'm horrified the fuck is going on and again let me go back Jesus. to the quote the more you act like a lady the more he'll act like a gentleman she had all that to say about that quote that was posted on a, on a high school wall I don't even understand I don't understand first of all acting like a lady that that could be subjective so so now you're you're defining this by whatever metric you want to define this by but let's just say a lady like you know like just i'm acting like a lady you know like because lady and gentleman like how it's used historically it's like you know you act with respect to yourself like like a lady with respect to yourself and to others then he'll act with respect to you right so so in essence it's like 
what that quote is saying is if you act respectfully, he'll be respectful. Right. That's no different than saying do unto others as you'd have done and unto that, yourself. Exactly. So what are you reading? She just went off the rails with that. And and I really I was a little bit baffled and I, I had a hard time like really understanding. So some of it put into I guess a little bit of perspective is this is by a, a, a somebody that commented the more he acts like a gentleman the more I'll act like a lady until then earn my respect it's the modern day academia like the more to... you teach boys to respect girls the more he'll act like a gentleman here fixed it for you so essentially what they want to do is they want to flip-flop it because in their mind, the way that the the phrase is phrased, it's putting all the responsibility on on the woman, but... But still, the do on to others quote still applies, which is... Yeah, exactly, because... Because cause you can literally flip that around. If you act like a gentleman, she'll act like a lady, which is... It's the same thing, right? And and there's nothing there's nothing offensive about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just one of those things where it's such a reach. Fucking. But what's crazy? The crazy thing about it is the outlash caused the school to paint over it. Oh my lord! <laughs> oh my god! And see, this is the thing again. Modern day academia, like they wanna over. I overthink every little aspect of everything just stop just stop why what what do you what do you gain from this it's a quote live on you know what i'm saying it's like imagine if we went if if if, if we <laughs> took that approach that she took with just everyday life like if someone says something with a certain tone or something like yeah. like uh, today as there was a nurse and she had an attitude like am i going going to be horrified because she had an attitude and she wanted to go to lunch because i, I, I backs and i got in her way or am i just going to go on living with my life right right like imagine if you took that tone just with everything that happens from the day that you wake up to nighttime and then and then That'd be one stressful day, first yeah, of all. Yeah, but like that—that that shit is so petty, though. That's like you going to like Dunkin' Donuts and you ordering your order, your coffee, whatever, and then it's like, oh, the, you know, they have it waiting right there, and then they're they're waiting for you to give them, you know, your cash or card, and then your attitude is like, no, you give it to me first, then I give you my card. No. That's okay, how, you could we could do that, but I mean that's not how it works, sir. But but that that's that's my point. That's my that's my point is like it's just one of those things where it's a, it's so petty cuz yeah. sometimes they do give you your stuff before you pay. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes they want you to pay first, but the establishment is not going to control about me that? today. Who even thinks about that? And yeah. and uh, it's it's so it's so crazy, such a stress. Just wanted to start off with that small Okay. Now we're going to build a little bit bigger. I'm already upset. To this article from uh, Breitbart, NYU feminist professor accused of misconduct says backlash against her is sexual paranoia. So this uh, NYU professor, 
Avita Ronell is aggressively defending herself against claims of sexual misconduct made by a former advisee. So essentially she's saying that he's gay, which his name is Nimrod Reitman, which you pointed out was funny, Nimrod. Nimrod. But anyway, Nimrod Reitman is a, supposedly a gay guy and Avita Ronell is supposedly a gay woman, but I guess in some of the counseling sessions, if you will, she, um, or, or like, you know, tutor sessions, whatever the case, I guess they got kind of chummy chummy. And now he's accusing her of uh, sexual misconduct. And this is not the first time that she's been uh, accused of that. So, wow. but the article says feminist professor. So yeah. she's obviously known to, to put that stuff out there to the students and talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And now a gay student, a gay guy is, is accusing her of sexual misconduct, sexual harassment, and what have you. Yeah. Do you think that's something that's going to continue where men... Because he's gay, so I don't know if he's he's necessarily doing it, you know, in revenge for fucking Bill Cosby, like getting Bill Cosby's revenge. This is for Bill. But, but, is it is it something that they might see like, all right, well, all these women are getting either their fifteen minutes of fame, or maybe getting some hush money, or or or, or however they might see some of these women benefiting from from making allegations do you think there's certain men that would st start to take that route and that approach i could see that i could see that because that that's the effect the cause was this is what we're going to do and then some guys are going to be kind of oh well let me let me take advantage of of, of this situation when when in reality, and, and and for all we know, and this is what's what's crazy, is she might be innocent. No, well, absolutely. You know, like, that's what's so crazy. And, and that's what's funny. Is our, the same things that we have said about Bill Cosby and numerous other people. Yeah. I would also apply to her that she also might yeah. be innocent. She's innocent until proven guilty. Right. But, but now you see how it works. And now you see how it feels and tastes. Yeah. And how your name could be dragged the fucking across the room and across the walls and everywhere. And that now it's all... Now you you looked at as someone bad when you might not be. So right there, perfect what you just said, and 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 piggybacking off of what you just said. Do you feel that this may make some women that may have been pro Me Too start to rethink their position and their support of it? Their 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 uh their illogical support because I obviously who doesn't support a, a victim of sexual assault when when it has truly occurred yeah. like obviously I mean you have to be like fucking sick not to to think that that this person deserves justice yeah but I would say the majority of these cases have been have been pretty much the the verdict has been found in the court of public opinion Yes. And people have been pretty adamant about their opinions. Yeah. Do you think this could make certain women rethink those opinions and maybe want due process and the judicial system to handle this versus the court of public opinion? Yes. Yes. And that's if this keeps going, they're going to start seeing that because it's like you want to be on that. 
you know, we're going to get on that too then. And and it's like the only way really that, that you can, you can handle the problem is by just being more of a straightforward person. Yep. No, stop doing that. And that's it. Because let's be honest. If, 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 if a, a girl is touching on me that I don't want to be touching on me, I'd be like, don't touch me. That's, that's how you stop that. And then as a woman, you should take that approach. Is it maybe a little harder for you because you're not used to being as aggressive? Yes, but maybe that's something that, and we've talked about it before, that's something that you're going to have to learn now going forward because that's that's what people do that's what species do that's what you know through time you 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 know you learn how to survive by 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 evolving right so if you tr- if you're truly about evolving as women then you're going to know like this is I'm going to take the hard stance because I'm not going to do this whole court thing I'm going to just be like get get off that you know mm-hmm. and that's it and 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 if it means you being more disagreeable whatever Right, you know, I'd rather be disagreeable than being in an uncomfortable situation. Absolutely, and I think that's that's key is in in those moments of discomfort is be willing to because then you eliminate the veil of of uncertainty. You yeah. you eliminate it. You create more certainty out of the situation. And, and I've used this as an example before, like how sometimes with our friends, we play around and like, we'll fucking like, like tap each other or like, like grab each other on some like, like fucking to, to intentionally make each other uncomfortable. Yeah. And like, the, like, it's so funny the way that we have like these outbursts of, oh, fucking bitch. Like, oh, like, like we just, it's oh. like, it's like natural, like, we're, like, like, so, like, so, like fighting stance or like almost swing on each other. It's so natural, but the thing is, what's so crazy about it Crash. when we do that to like to like intentionally like make each other di- like uncomfortable. Yeah. What's so funny about that shit is that w- those outbursts do remove the veil of uncertainty. Like like yeah. like what what would the reaction be of one of us when they you did that shit and one of us were didn't say nothing. You you think the motherfucking Ooh. like you yeah. you you it would be reversed. You would be like, oh, bitch, you like that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like, like it would You're be like, oh man right because like because you're intentionally doing it to make that person uncomfortable. Them not reacting uncomfortably will make you react uncomfortable. You know who's done that before? <laughs> Paul's done that turning before. Really? Ernie will be like, yeah, blow me. He's like, all right, man, we'll take it out then. Take it out. Go ahead. Yeah. And Ernie will be like, oh, uh, get yeah. off that. What are you doing? Yeah, it's like, like reverse. Yeah. But that's my point is because this is a situation where two friends, they seek to make each other uncomfortable. Yeah. But now if you put, if you, you apply that situation to where one of them might be a perpetrator, yeah. is that like really like be on some crazy shit? Yeah. Well, if you if you respond, if you don't respond or yeah. or you respond lightly, they're going to think that it's okay versus if you respond out more outlandishly and like set your boundaries, nah, like you're going to you're going to remove all uncertainty from the situation. Yeah. Because that was the one thing that was concerning and I think really for both of us and we've discussed this before too is 
you don't want to lose the whole social cue aspect of dating. You know, like, you don't want to make it where it's so robotic and so, like, premeditated how you do things that it's just unnatural. Exactly. And now... This is weird. The the last and final segment also involving Me Too. This is big, though. This is kind of blockbuster. Asia Argento, one of the lead voices of the Me Too movement. Obviously, if you're not super into the Me Too movement, you're not going to know who this person is. But she is one of the lead voices of the Me Too movement. Huge. She's an Italian actress, Italian director. She's known in Hollywood. And she was one of the first accusers of Harvey Weinstein. Has, well, possibly, because let's, let's possibly has some skeletons in her closet. Very, very crazy. So today, the New York Times broke a report saying that Asia, Asia Argento allegedly gave a 17-year-old boy no well now he's 20 he he's in his 20s now gave him or tried to give him $380,000 worth of hush money to keep his mouth closed during the Harvey Weinstein allegations about a sexual encounter that she had with him when he was 17 in California which the legal age of consent in California is 18. There's yeah. so many layers to that. Yeah. It is crazy. It is crazy. Now, what I will say is this. I do stand. I do stand by what we said previously about innocent until proven guilty. Yes. Like, I, I stand by that. But to me, this is exactly the, 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 the cause and effect of the Me Too movement. Because yeah. now it makes you wonder, like, let's say this is true. We don't know if it's true, but let's say, how many times have maybe certain actresses or certain female producers, certain female writers, certain female directors been around younger male actors? Yeah. What, you know, like, what if this becomes a thing now? Like, what, it's, this is, it's so crazy. And, and it'll only be a thing now because of how far the Me Too movement has gone. It's literally cut and paste. Yeah. It's cut and paste. Like, and then, and then really, like, we're talking just Me Too. But it's cut and paste on what a movement can lead to. Yeah, if identity it's un- politics, un- unchecked and illogically. Yes, like identity politics. What did that lead to? That t- that led to a resurgence of the white nationalists. Like that. That's what it led to. What? Where did you think it was going to lead to? I remember us discussing this. Like white people are going to get tired, and 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 then sure and enough, they're, they're the gonna get tired and upset. Yeah, tired and upset. And the extreme led to the identity politics of white folks being an answer or being the effect because of the whole Black Lives Matter, the whole identity like uh, diagram, the 
the you know where the white middle-aged male is on top of the diagram and then it fucking just trickles down to like if you're brown if you're a brown person how light are you are you a white brown person or are you a really dark brown person because that's where ridiculous really but that's that's where it all started and then the answer was like this is bullshit and then and then that was for, for for the people that were normal. This is bullshit. And then and then the extreme, which is the the the, the Nazis and all that, and 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 then you get Charlottesville. Same thing here. Now you're starting to see it. You're starting to see men take the role of like, oh well, you were doing the same thing. We're not saying that 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 she's in the wrong here because we don't know. Just like we don't know for the for the for the teacher. We don't we don't know that. But. We're seeing the effect now. Yeah. And is the effect worth what you guys were fighting when when in when a lot of it a lot of the movement, first of all, there was there was no clear objective. A lot of it was like you said, the court of public opinion. And as a matter of fact, even even Weinstein's lawyer um had something to say after he found found uh, the whole situation. Uh These were his words. What is perhaps the most egregious is the timing which suggests that at the very same time Argento was working on her own secret settlement for the alleged sexual abuse of a minor. She was positioning herself at the forefront of those condemning Mr. Weinstein despite the fact that her sexual relationship with Mr. Weinstein was between two consenting adults which lasted for more than four years. Boom. Then, the sheer duplicity of her conduct is quite extraordinary and should demonstrate to everyone how poorly the allegations against Mr. Weinstein were actually vetted and accordingly cause all of us to pause and allow due process to prevail, not condemnation by fundamental dishonesty. My goodness. Now, is it dishonesty? Church. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We don't know, but it doesn't make you look good now because you you played the game where... Oh, he's guilty. Well, well, who says he's guilty? Like I right. when I when I heard that vi- that that clip where he's kind of like trying to force a chick, it didn't sound right. It didn't sound good. That's probably not a good selling point for his side, for Wein- Mr. Weinstein's side. But he's still that there's still like you're still innocent until proven guilty. Let's still look at process, all the facts. Yeah. yeah, all still the due process. So now this happens. How do we handle your situation? Are we going to take that same approach? Right. Should now should you lose everything? Yeah. Should you lose everything? Cuz but but part of it too is that so many proponents of me too sounded off so illogically. Yeah. It's like if there was a, a proponent of me too that was like if Harvey Weinstein did this, he's disgusting. But let's let due process have its day. I could rock with that. I could fuck with that. But all the proponents was like guilty off with his head. Like that's what that that's what 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 the sound off was. So and 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 you allowed that sound off to go unchecked. Yeah. So you deserve the same punishment. Like for instance, us and 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 we've and and that's this is one thing that that I've I've always said this. 
is we're we're not only critical of of our opponents, but we're also critical of the people on our side. Like I've I've said that it's important for conservatives to in this age of of winning oh so much winning like in in the age of in the age of winning if you will not to get lost to not get lost and not do the same things that the left was doing when they were winning not to do that yeah. that's that's a criticism and, and and we've seen that like like if if like a if a, if a gathering of conservatives didn't want to let a left wing speaker speak that's not, I'm not okay with that. That's bullshit. What it, it is. It, you know what I'm saying? So what, whatever the situation is, you have to be, you have to be, you have to be willing to look at it, analyze it, and 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 criticize it, even even if these people are on your side or or may support you, you have to be able to put them in check. You gave me a perfect example, Bill Maher. You told me Friday's episode. Yeah, and that that's a perfect example. Oh, yeah, it was. That was great. Like that. Like you, you don't get any realer than that when they mentioned the 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 Alex Jones Alex Jones getting deplatformed. Yeah, and the crowd started cheering, and he checked them quick. He's like, "You're supposed to be liberals. Yeah. We're supposed to be liberals. You're supposed to fight for free speech." He's like Alex Jones has said crazy things about me, conspiracies about me, but Alex Jones gets to talk. Alex Jones gets to speak. Boom, and like the audience was like, "Whoa!" Like it was like That's he, some real shit. It was like a dad checking his kids. Like what the fuck? Like you're, you, you goofies, like can't shouldn't cheer for that shit. No. You know why? I think it's in our nature to. kind of have that authoritarian answer to something we don't quite understand or have the answer to it's i think i really do think it's in 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 human like i guess in our nature really like in our dna or something like that's where we want to go and i think that's just fear talking i think that you can't you can't go off of that that's why this country has went so far is because we have the paperwork that says like this is how we handle these things. Yeah, we follow the law when it comes to these situations yeah. because we can't we can't be the fucking we can't ex- we can't be the executioner. Like, right. which reminds me of Quentin Tarantino's uh, uh, hangman line in in uh, the hateful eight. Uh-huh. That was why that was one of my favorite lines because that was kind of like what justice is. Like that's why you have the hangman. You know? Yeah. Because like. You can't. I can't be the fucking. I can't. I'm. I'm. I'm all fired up about this shit. I can't be judging this. That's why we take this to the court of law. Due process. That's why, because under the metric and the rules that we set up, that we've tried to make as unbiased as humanly possible, taking every emotion out. That's how we. That's how we do it. That's the right way to do it. Yep. Because I mean, yeah. If, if you go off of the let's, let's let's be real, if we go off of the tape of uh of Weinstein, just how we how it, how it might make you feel, you might be like, oh, I, I, fuck, dude, right? Well, no. Let's look at the totality of everything, right? Because the the thing is too, with the hail of accusations that he's received, maybe some of it is true, 
But the thing is that one size does not fit all in all the accusations. And I'll give you an example. Maybe the tape situation, maybe that's true. But maybe her accusations are not true. And then maybe we find out through court and evidence and investigation that they really did have a consensual four-year relationship or affair or arrangement. And she's totally lying. Just because he's guilty of one doesn't mean that he's guilty of the other. And that's why the court of public opinion has to really be put in check. And I just, I'm, I'm sort of eager to hear her comments because it, I think that her comments or whenever she makes a statement about the situation is going to be very revealing as to what the the Me Too movement is. Because now, now do you say... Do you say do you say you go, that that yeah. these are just accusations and we have to let due process have its day? But now but now do you take do you apply that same logic with Harvey Weinstein? Do you say no, well if I'm being accused, I must be guilty. No, of course she's not going to say that, no, but no, but not. do you say that? Do you say you know what? Maybe we were too critical, maybe we were too vocal, maybe we 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 outlashed too much without having all the fa- like what do you say what do you say when when everything has been going your way following like using this formula now the formula is used against you yeah what do you say so she may go the ocasio cortez way and blanket herself with some some having to do with feminism yeah we'll see we'll see i think that's going to be very interesting Well, thank you guys so much. That's our episode for today. We will be back next Tuesday. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Hanging With Apes. Go to our website, hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. We are now on Spotify. Share us on Spotify. Listen to us on Spotify. If you do listen to us on iTunes, rate and review. It helps us out a lot. We greatly appreciate it. You guys are awesome. The show keeps growing. Thank you so much. See you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.